Well, another wonderful day in Florida. And today was about a change in my attitude. The very first podcast I did, I was nervous and I might have been a little boring. Not intentionally. It's not the way I normally am. I am a um, kind of a tigger. I'm a happy, bouncy, delightful, energetic kind of energy. To some people, it's a little overwhelming and they're allowed to be intimidated by it. And for the most part, I don't get down and I don't get depressed. It's so funny. I, I, I want to say period after a word or a sentence because I've gotten so used to texting and I'm just like that. It's um, a strange world I live in and I find a lot of things very funny. What I don't find funny is what's happened to me. A few years back, I was bit by a tick in Illinois and it completely feasted on me. I did not get Lyme's disease or they do not think I did. And it turned on some autoimmune disorders. And then I had some problems with depression because the disease, or as I call it, dis-ease, is potentially fatal. In fact, at the time, it only had a five-year lifespan on it, and I am now on year seven. And part of that, I believe, is because I have an attitude of gratitude. So today, I want to talk a little bit about what happened on July 3rd, late in the afternoon. I have um, fairly decent legs for somebody in my 60s, and my guy likes me to wear things that impress him, not necessarily anybody else. And so I had on a pair of flip-flops that were a little tall, and I ended up closing the garage door to his parents' house and stepping back. And I did not know that he had moved the welcome mat. I now call it the unwelcome mat. My foot slipped off the mat. My right toe went left. I landed on my knee, my hip, my elbow, my hand, and my shoulder. And it was as if somebody had thrown me up in the air and just body slammed me. It was late in the afternoon, and our biggest concern was that I hadn't hit my head. I really couldn't tell you if I had or not. I've had a lot of head injuries, and I've had head injuries happen where other people have seen it, and I didn't know about it till much later, and I wondered why I had a dent in my head and a headache. Yes, sometimes being me is not so much fun. Most of the time, it is fun. Anyway, on this particular day, it was July 3rd, and we were headed off to a friend's um, celebration. It was a birthday celebration as well as early holiday. And we had a really good time. We stopped at home, and I took a muscle relaxer, and then we got to my friend's house, or Steve's friend's house, and I didn't think anything of it except I was already in pain. And 
the muscle relaxer wasn't very strong. But somebody handed me um, a cocktail and I drank it. Well, whether I hit my head or not, that might have added to it. The muscle relaxer that hadn't totally kicked in and then the alcohol. <laughs> Our friends have never seen me out of it before. And honestly, I didn't feel too much pain, but neither did I continue drinking. In fact, I went and laid down by the pool and their dog kept, dogs, plural, kept licking my face every time I'd start to go to sleep. So they knew something was going on. Well, the next day was the 4th of July in, in the United States. The 4th of July is um, your urgent cares usually aren't open. And we went to another friend's house. I was still out of it. My friends didn't understand. I didn't feel like talking to anybody. I went and found places to lay down. I was not my normal self. And I was in a lot of pain. On July 5th, I was one of the very first customers at our urgent care. And our medical system is a little screwed up right now. Um, they x-rayed my toe. They x-rayed my elbow. They x-rayed my shoulder. Now, I'm over 60. I don't look like I'm over 60. And I'm over 60. If... Someone had told me that they had landed on their hip. I think I would have x-rayed that. They didn't. So I got in to see a orthopedic physician's assistant for my shoulder. And I told her about the hip and nobody seemed to care. And I told her about the toe and I told her about the hand and nobody seemed to be interested at all. So I was due to have um, some work done and I had to go back and see her after I had physical therapy. And our country, we unfortunately have physical therapy before we find out if it's actually going to work or if it's gonna cause more damage. So all this is going on and I'm doing my best to maintain happiness. And I do massage for a living. Now, the thing about the shoulder is if you have a torn rotator cuff, your hands can go out a little bit above waist high. They can't go out to the side, don't go behind you, and they sure as heck don't go up in the air. So I can get away with doing massage and not having anybody know that there was an issue except for my, my mate, my Steven, and my cats, my amazing cats. And I would turn and I would squeal in my sleep. I got to where I was sleeping with five ice packs and still maintaining a positive attitude. And I had some medication they tried to give me. I'm allergic to it. I can't take pen, pain meds, just can't do it. So I use self-hypnosis most of the time and ice and heat, and I can no longer get in and out of our bathtub by myself. I have to wait for somebody to be home, which would be Steve. 
at this point, one would think I would feel very, very sorry for myself. I had moments, especially after a day where I would do four or five or six hours of massages and my right leg would try to go out from underneath me. But when you're doing massage, you have a table and so I could lean on it and I learned to adapt. I always adapt. So that's the way things were. And I had to go back in and go see the orthopedic. And I said, I specifically want to see you for my hip. Nobody took x-rays of my hip. And I'm in a lot of pain. And so she did some x-rays of the hip. And she says, I don't see any breaks. And there are shadows. Great. All right. So I may have been working on a fractured hip. Hmm. They do everything piecemeal. I still haven't had my foot looked at. I still haven't had my hand looked at. And now we're talking about doing an MRI, both for the shoulder and the hip. Because I've done five weeks of physical therapy. And I've done everything they've asked. And when they, when I got my results back, I got my results back before the doctors did. And not only that, I got photos of the MRI for my hip. And the report said, you're going to need to do some biopsies because all her lymph glands are swollen inside her hip. Well, okay, I already have a rare disease that one in six million have, and it could be caused by that. Wait a minute. I have now just been told that I have torn eight muscles and tendons between my hip and my shoulder. We still haven't looked at the toes, and we still haven't looked at the hand. And I'm still working. So I get this information yesterday. Some of this. I got sent. Well, let me backtrack a little bit. So I get sent to see a doctor with a higher pay grade. An actual orthopedic surgeon. And he's all about the shoulder. He's like, you have to have your shoulder has got to be reattached. You're 90% torn. And I'm looking at him and I said, and what about the hip? And he says, well, if you'd like to have a hip replacement, um, I'll connect you with this doctor. He says, but there's not much we can do about it. So here I am again, trying to digest this. And I said, you know what? We have seasons in Florida and mine has already started. People are starting to come to me. Yes, I'm tired at the end of the day. Yes, I ice myself down. No, I can't take any pain meds. Maybe Tylenol. Maybe. And then I have something for my nerves. I can't do medical marijuana. I can't do any of that. So I have to use prayer, meditation, 
and self-hypnosis, which, oh, by the way, they're all pretty much combined together. So he's telling me that he wants to do this as soon as possible. And I tell him we're at the beginning of season, especially when he says you will be out of work for six months. Oh my goodness. Six months, October, November, December, January, February, March. That is exactly when I make my cash flow not happening. And I tell him that I said, we have to get me through March. We got to get through to Easter. And he said, well, we can do that. We'll make sure that you are on the priority list. We're not opened up that far yet, but you will be put on the priority list. So when the time comes, we can fix this and you will not be working for six months. So I put myself in the box. I will not be working for six months. So I end up going to this, to the manager of one of the buildings that I do massage out of. And I told her I may need to find somebody to share the room with, and I may need to do this, or I may need to get out of the, um, the lease. And then something clicked while I was working on my one client today. Maybe I don't need to. I am a spiritual coach. I am highly intuitive and I pick up people's emotions and I'm able to help them reframe. And yesterday I had a lady call me whose son had been murdered and I was able to take the drama and the trauma, drama and trauma, out of how she is reacting to this. So she may get the answers that she needs. For the first time in a year and a month, she slept well and had peace. I have another friend who found out that she had cancer. And then she thought she had cancer in another place and possibly even another place. And I went to her house the other night and I, I did energy work, prayer work and talked with her. We reframed it. Uh, we are calling it not a double mastectomy. It's a double correctomy because she really needed to have, the 20 plus year old implants taken out. And so she is now looking to be a new and better person. And if you believe in earth angels, she is one. There are so many fabulous people on this planet that just need to learn to reframe their anger and their pain. So I went in this morning thinking I'm going to have to give up everything in six months that I'm not going to be employed. I don't know where the money's coming from. The book's not selling the way I would like it to, which is prayer. When you don't have the words, I walked with Jesus and I had a little conversation with Jesus this morning. And then the answer came, reframe yourself, 
just because you can't do what you do every day that in my case actually beats up my body and I can do something that can help people on a bigger, larger level. I am so enthusiastic about this. There's part of me that doesn't even want to do the next six months, except I have people that I absolutely love that have been coming to me for 20 years. And they need what I have. Or in this case, they need me to need them. (laughs) K-N-E-A-D. And share my energetics with them share my funny stories with them, listen to them cry if they want to, listen to them tell me funny jokes and things that happen to them. They need me and I need them. So the next six months, I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. And then I will also be laying the groundwork to be doing things like blogs that people can reach out to me, my website, which is getting ready to be published, where those who might need to reframe their thoughts can reach out to me and I can help them. I am excited that I'm finally going to be doing what God sent me back to do. Because as I've said in the others, I have died four times. One is a near death and the other three, there was no heartbeat and there was no breathing. And here I am. Obviously, whatever's going on in my body with the lymph glands will heal. The shoulder will probably have to be repaired. I might be able to, to, with God's help, heal it before March. The hip? Huh. So what? I've got a little bit of a limp. Whoopee. Not a big deal. It hurts a bit. That's what ice packs are for. Anyway. My point is, if you're feeling sorry for yourself today... Get over yourself. That's what Jesus told me when he came back to me a couple of months after I had died. Was Tamara. Do you remember why you went through all that? We need you to stop feeling sorry for yourself. We need you to reach out and let other people know that there's somebody out there that with appropriate boundaries, I I can't let somebody overwhelm my life. And I can send them on their way with a different attitude. I can plant the seed of healing And as I was once told by a friend of mine who was a Native American Indian shaman, medicine man, he said, Tamara, 
It is your job to do the work and it's God's job to do the results. You are to plant seeds. You don't necessarily get to stay and watch the plant grow or nurture the plant. And I have found this to be true. I love my life. I love my friends and my family and my animals and my Stephen and my coach, Ethan. He's been pretty amazing. And with that, this is the shortest of all of them. May you have a blessed day wherever you are.